You should love what you do and you should be passionate what you do. But I think you can learn. And that's what leaders are for. That's what bosses are for. Welcome, everyone, to the Driving Vision Podcast brought to you by the Ziegler Auto Group. And here with me, Auto Group Director of Talent Development, Mike Van Ryan. Welcome, Mike. Hey, thanks, Sam. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Like it if you do and leave a comment. Our guest this week has been driving basketball vision at Michigan State University since he became head coach in 1995. He's in the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame, has led the Spartans to eight Final Fours in the NCAA tournament, which include a national championship in 2000 and a runner-up finish in 09. He's the winningest basketball coach of all time in the Big Ten with an astounding 666 career wins. Coach Izzo and his program have developed many players who've gone on to play and star in the NBA. He's also a friend to the Ziegler Auto Group. Aaron Ziegler's son, Avery Ziegler, is a student assistant to Coach Izzo and joins us for today's backstage interview. We go to Coach Izzo now. So Coach Tom Izzo, we're incredibly grateful to have you here with us. An unprecedented, in addition to all the records you hold, four times in the Ziegler locker room. Coach Izzo, what does it mean to you to have addressed Team Ziegler in the locker room today? Well, you think I'm kidding, but it really is important to me because, number one, they want you back. That's important. But number two, you know, the questions I get, the people I meet, you know, spending time with Aaron, uh, it is really beneficial to me. You know, I see when I walk in the way a place looks, the class that's around it, what they've done with it, the new additions they've done. All those things mean a lot to me. And I take those back. So I steal too, is what I'm saying. That's And the best too, right? Aaron, th- thoughts about having coach back the fourth time? You know, it's great to have him uh, back. You know, my son Avery works for him. And I told Avery, you're going to learn more working for coaches than you are in the business college at uh, Michigan State. And, and he's going to see what a championship program looks like. And he's going to live that uh, every single day. And he's going to see what it takes, the sacrifices that it makes in order to win. So Avery, we'll come to you in just a moment, but coach, our Ziegler values, passion, reputation, integrity, drive, execution, thoughts on the Ziegler values and how that contributes to our culture and building a winning team. I think it was the advantage of going through Lowell because Aaron can't say that he, he did all that. You know, Jed had a good program. Your dad had a good company, but your job was you weren't satisfied with good. You moved it to great. And now you're heading towards elite. And that's kind of what Avery and I are trying to do now uh, with our program. You know, we've, we've muddled around damn good, but that's not good enough. And so elite is the word that I use because elite uh, says it all. It, it, if you're an elite worker, it doesn't mean you're just the best. It means you're helping other people be better than they are. If you're an elite company, you're, you're, you're the standard kind of. And uh, that's what I think all those words mean. And I, knowing his dad a little bit and just riding through that little small town, I said, what he's done now started here. It's like rags the riches story. And we often say Harold started it and Aaron has absolutely blown it up into one of the yes. world's biggest auto yes. in the entire country. You joined us at NASCAR at MIS. Thoughts about that experience and what uh, it did to your perspective as an incredible NCAA coach? Well, you know, there was a million things that I liked about it because we got to be right down in the pit, you know? Yeah. But what I learned being down in the pit was so incredible was the teamwork of those guys. One guy doesn't get to that tire on time, they lose the race. One guy gets too far out, he might lose his life. The uh, intensity of that area was something I never, you don't see that on TV. So the behind the scenes 
for me was great. Uh, meeting our driver was great. Great guy. We had him on campus. And it was just something. It was a new area era for me. I'd never been in that venue. I'm grateful and thankful I did. Coach, it was fun to hear you in the locker room today. You role played two scenarios where you took a kind of a, a gentler, kinder approach to, to, to meeting and greeting a team member. And then you took a more aggressive. When you talk about intensity, you have that. And the first didn't seem to fit you well. The second did, right? Talk to us about your approach. You truly coach in the game. Well, passion is one of your rules. Yes. It's one of your staples here. And I think that's the problem. You know, you can't be passionate about something you don't love. I don't care if it's your wife, it's your kids, it's your work, whatever you do in the off time, you know, whatever it is, if you're not passionate about it, it just kind of comes and goes, you know? So I think passion is what all of us need. And I think people that don't have it have to learn how to acquire it, which is a little harder to do. You should love what you do and you should be passionate what you do. But I think you can learn. And that's what leaders are for. That's what bosses are for. That's my story on Xavier Tillman. He went from what I consider very average to a guy that helped us almost win a national championship. Is there, can you distill that into a couple tips? If someone doesn't have that uh, intensity, that excellence, that drive, as a leader, how do you help them to develop? Well, that's where my spending time, yeah. you know, and I think you can ask Avery. I mean, around our office, players are coming and going. They're in my office all the time. Uh, they spend time uh, and and I spend time with them. Time is something we don't have. And it's easy to say I'm too busy. But when you spend time, you get to know a person in areas that will help you drive them. You can't push somebody that you really don't know it is that, you know, so I do things like, um, I call the parents. Steve Kerr, the head coach of the of uh, the Warriors, did something. The first day he got the job, I get a phone call from him. I didn't know him. I said, why are you calling me? He says, well, Draymond Green is a little more, uh, you know, up and down. And I asked each player, who is a guy you respect the most? Yeah. He put your name down. Wow. And I said, wow. I said, wow. Yeah. And he said, so I want to know what makes him tick. There has not been a pro coach that has ever called me of all the guys I've had with something like that. And they've just won four of the last six world championships. What so, was your advice in that moment? Hang on to your ass. <laughs> yeah, it's Draymond. No, you know, you know, my, my advice was talk to him, spend yeah. time with him, you know, get through the BS, you know, because he has some of that in him at times and, and just, and realize that, um, you get him on your side, I think Draymond Green would take a bullet for me. Yeah. But I'd take one for him too. You get it that way, he's still going to have his ups and downs. He's going to make his mistakes. But in winning time, he's answering the bell as he did for us. So it's interesting, Coach. Harold Ziegler, you talked about first generation. Aaron Ziegler, the current generation, turned this into a world-ranked automotive group. Avery, you're the third generation. And you work for Coach uh, Tell us about that experience. And then maybe coach after Avery talks about that. What's your perspective on Avery as the third generation? I'll give that. Well, every single day with him is a new experience. You never know kind of what's going to happen each and every day. You never know exactly how long you're going to be there or what it's going to take. But at the end of the day, we're going to do whatever it takes to win. So you may be there three hours for practice. You may be there for nine hours doing different things throughout the day. So you don't really know exactly what to expect at times, but you know, you're going to do whatever it takes to win. What's something you've learned from coaches in your time to, to sit with a legendary coach like this, how to swear. <laughs> there's just, there's a lot of lessons that we've learned, but I guess kind of one of the biggest ones is make up for your excuses. There's really at times he's not really going to take any excuse. He just wants answers. So at the end of the day, just be ready to make it back up. Thoughts on Avery? Well, first of all, he's got one quality that is 
impeccable and that's work ethic. He's there whenever he's supposed to be there. He's He's got accountability. What I told him at the beginning, he's got to get a little bit my personality and his dad's personality. He's a little quiet at times. I think his girlfriend might hold him back a little bit on that. But if as he grows, man, and he gets that because the players love him. Yeah. So the players can see right through you. You know, if you're phony, he's not phony. He works, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep working on him, Aaron, to be a little bit more, you know, speak his mind a little bit, because I think what he says yeah. is very positive. I think he has a very good, um, you know, I want him to come to me and say, now he's a sophomore, which you should. Your freshman year is about learning. Your sophomore year is taking in, figuring out how to say it. And then you start to really grow. And uh, I think uh, this is the year he's going to start doing that. And it's been fun to have him. And and I think someday, if this is the path he chooses, the, the tradition and the Ziegler name and the uh, continuity, but also the accountability and, and the respect. I mean, he doesn't do anything that you would disrespect. And uh, man, this day and age in college, that's a great quality. Avery, thoughts on that. And Avery Ziegler brought to you by Tom Izzo. I mean, yeah. I can't imagine many more compliments than that. I don't think I can get any better compliments than that. So thank you, Coach. You're welcome. Coach, one thought I had as you spoke today is we learned from Mel Tucker, no excuses, no explanations. He spoke to us. He talked about the importance of adversity. You talked about that. I'd I'd love after this first question to know a time in your life when you faced adversity and you've overcome it. But culture and institutions today do a lot to eliminate adversity. The Mm -hmm. transfer portal portal Mm -hmm. does that. People jump too fast, too soon without going through the tough work it takes to grow. But Adversity creates growth. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Well, you talk to anybody in pro sports and big time businesses, if they haven't gone through it, I mean, I, I never even asked Aaron, you know, but I imagine you started probably knowing your own dad. You probably were washing cars early, right? Is that, I mean, where, where, where does this start? Yeah, I started out washing cars uh, when I was 16 years old. My deal was he gave me a car to drive and I had to work. Yeah. And my father was kind of the same way, you know, where I worked in the family business, had its pluses, but adversity, you know, I think my most adverse time and and really the questions was year three, we were, I think we were four and two, we had lost to, uh, I think you would D and, and, you know, and talk radio didn't have me getting fired. It was when I was going to get fired. <laughs> it was already a done deal. Yeah, yeah. And that's when I rallied my people. And, uh, I just said, Hey, and this is a good way to do it. You know, if I go down, you're going down. I love that. You know, so we got to figure out a way. And that's when I told my secretary, she's got to start working a little more. She's got to work some weekends, you know, everybody bought in, you know, from that day, that meeting, just like this meeting, only there was like 18 of us, including my janitor who had to pry the door open at night for my guys to come in. We went 18 and four, won the big 10 final four the next year, won the national championship. Wasn't because of me. It was because of my team and all my people. And then, they did a better job that spread out to my team. They did a better job. And then I look like a hero because we won a championship. Yeah. They did the work. Hey, do you have the opportunity sometimes just to sit down with athletes and say, listen, adversity is part of this game and you need to, you need to wrestle with it and struggle with it a little bit. How do you have that conversation when so much of the world today is about instant gratification? Yeah. Like it's tough to get people to do that tough work. Is it not as a leader? Sometimes? Well, that's what I'm proud of Avery for, you know, I mean, let's face it. Even my son, who's a walk on, you know, I think Aaron and I make enough money where he doesn't have to work as a manager and make peanuts, Yeah, yeah. you know, that's what's important to me. He's going through the process. 
He's learning what it's like in the basement, yeah. you know, and I think not enough people do. It is hard to tell kids that, that have been raised that everything they did was fine. And then the minute there's a little adversity, I'll just change, you know, like I say, in every football locker room as ever in, they have that old one. Going gets tough. Yes. The tough get going. Yes. The new model when the going gets tough, get the hell out of Dodge. That's a shame. <laughs> and it is right. a shame. You're robbing yourself of that opportunity at growth. So this year, you overtook Bobby Knight as the most winningest coach in the Big Ten. Any thoughts on that? Did you celebrate that moment? Does it mean anything to you? And does today at 666, a bizarre number of wins, what, what does that mean to you, coach? Some witches are out there. That's right. <laughs> you know. You know, I, Bob was a good friend and a guy I looked up to. And I, uh, I you know, I looked at it and, I, and, and when it happened, I, I thanked all the players because I never made a basket. You know, never shot a free throw. Interesting. Never, never followed a guy. Yeah. You know, players play the game and players determined it. And then I was around a long time. So that helps. But I guess I was around shorter than Bob. So that's the good news. I, I haven't been for those kind of records. I've been more for the banners hanging, you yeah. know. And the banners are hung. That means everybody accomplished something together. Yeah. And that's a pretty cool time. Yeah, that's amazing. So Aaron, uh, when he took me to, to my first Michigan State game, I'm a adopted fan of Michigan State. I'm from the West. So I come here with a sense of reverence and awe for what you've accomplished and the institution you've created at Michigan State. He said, Sam, you've got to check out the Izos. You've got to check out this <laughs> ring of students in the lower bowl. Well, what is that? Where did it come from? And how do you how did you train everyone so well, including the countdown to the foul <laughs> shop, right? Like or the uh, I don't do all of that. No, okay. I, I got assistance, meaning they have, you know, just like this organization has its groups and somebody manages this group. Well, we have students. Um we did some cool things. Avery was there. We uh, we have a camp out with students for 26 of the 28 years because during COVID we couldn't. I sleep out with them. I spend no the night kidding. with them. Oh, yeah. We had, we had I think, 12 or 1,300 tents, Avery, this Wait, year. Wait, Coach Tom Izzo, Avery, sleeps out with students in a tent. Yeah. Were you there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, my team comes over. It's awesome. You know, it's been a couple bad days, you know, sometime. Did you, did you put up my tent last year when you were a freshman or no? Uh, somebody, though, on my tent, it, it blew up a little bit. Then it rained and water came in. And I'm laying in my sleeping bag on a floor and, and the ground and there's water in my tent. And I just said, out of hell with it, you know, but I've had some of the most neat experiences. I mean, I've been up till four in the morning with those students playing softball, doing that. I've never had any problems. We're all in mind right across. I say we have to get to know our people. That is one of the coolest ways to get to know your people. I spent a lot of time with them. And then the Izone started that there was, it was Judd's Jungle. And Judd was there. And, okay. then, yeah. and then the students made up the name. And we probably had 150 when it started. And now I think we have 4,500 students signed up. And uh, and give our university credit. They The lower bowl, which usually one side is for the big money people, yeah. and the, they kept it students almost the whole way. So I guess you got to give the university some credit too. It really is the students matter. And that's why we've been one of the five toughest places to play. Yeah, that's awesome. And it creates it creates an intimidating environment. It does. For anyone. We got to get them back. That's what I said. Those cardboard cutouts didn't make it. Aaron Ziegler, as you think about leadership, uh, spending time, creating tradition with students, the ISO, these are all components of leadership that we at the Ziegler Auto Group embrace as well. What are your thoughts on that? 
about with uh, Coach Izzo and also you're kind of entrusting your son to, to Izzo for his development uh, as he goes through his experience at Michigan State. Yeah, you know, it's really an all-in mentality and I, I think nobody does that better than Michigan State. You know, the, the, the players are out there to win, but it takes the, uh, the students, the student managers, the coaches, everybody going in one direction to create the, the environment to be able to be successful. And I don't think it's any different in, in our organization. Not only does it take all of our employees and associates, but it takes the right vendor partners and the right outside people coming in to work with us to accomplish something much bigger than uh, themselves. And, you know, Avery did it on his own. He, he said he wanted to go out and be a student manager. And, you know, there's like 70 people try out and you get, you know, like three of them get picked. Yeah. And uh, I could have made That's a call, yeah. but I didn't. I yeah. wanted to do it on his own and That's he did to do it on his own merits. Yeah. And um, it's a ton of work. It shocked me. You know, these kids work 50, 60 hours a week, but it's taught wow. him time management. It teaches them that you have to make sacrifices in order to, uh, to, to win, you know? So, you know, maybe you want to go out at night and you can't do that you know, cause you're, you're working. And, and my deal with him is he can do this as long as he gets straight A's and he's, he's accomplished that uh, as well. So you got and, a lot and of- they don't get paid very well either. <laughs> now, to be honest, I, I think he, they don't. he makes about two bucks an hour. Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 the pace of the development, Sam, you'd be amazed how much time they do put in yeah. now he'll start reaping some of the benefits. Now that he's a sophomore that get to go on trips and get to do different things and get to be a, hopefully a part of some, I mean, when we go to a final four, every manager, goes. I mean, it's a big deal, you know, and we try to treat them well. We we know what they go through, but I do think I've got 11 farmer managers that are in the NBA wow. as video guys, and three of them made it up to the bench. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. The experiences these kids make breaking down film and yeah. real time, putting together PowerPoint presentations. Those are life skills yeah. that um, they're learning. And that's why I've, I've told him that you're going to learn a lot more working for the basketball program and working for a championship program than you ever will in, in the business school. So Avery, there are some isoisms. I think there are some things that coach Izzo would say when we think about Avery Ziegler by a coach and kind of that aggressive mentality. What are phrases that you've learned from coach that you can share with our podcast audience. Wait a is this HBO? <laughs> yes. Is this and HBO? HBO. It's Showtime. <laughs> no, I didn't mean that. I mean, legal to say whatever you want to say. Yes, you can. Uh, not, yes, you can. yes, you can. I don't think I'm allowed to say any of those on here. Okay. <laughs> I love it. That's a, that's a true employee. That is a true statement. statement. Yep. Soldier right he doesn't throw me under the bus, man. I, I love that. Coach, I got to tell you, with your history and what you've built and established, it's got to be a challenge. You alluded to it today. Just one last question. Last two. How do you continue to reinvent yourself so that this final season, is it fair to say you're in your final season? You just signed your last, what everybody's calling your lifetime contract. Oh, my final contract, not my yeah. final season. Okay. But, uh, not yet, it'll be my yeah. final contract, but yeah. I think I agree with you that I think Aaron and his job, you're going to have to do it in your job. Who, yeah. who did podcasts right. five years ago? We all got to adjust yeah. and we've got to uh, make sure that we bend, but don't break. Yeah. You know, and that's what I said. You, you're still, you're going to come to work someday and say, God, I want to do it different than my dad, but now I see why he did it. Don't you do that once in a while? Absolutely. And Sam, you know, this is his last contract, but it's a lifetime contract. So that's what I he, he can't coach from the grave. Yes. He can have influence from the grave. <laughs> yes. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be his last, last, 
uh, contract. What do you want your legacy to be in this final contract? And how do you continue to push yourself so that you bend, don't break? Well, we've well, been through a tough time, as Aaron knows, you know, and, and some things. It's like the car industry with, with COVID, you know, and those chips and the tough time, you know? Yeah. I want to get Michigan State back to where it belongs. You know, we went through the Nassar thing. We went through the uh, COVID thing. You know, we've gone through some things that have been very difficult. Yeah. But we're still moving forward. And now my goal is I'm not going out that I'm going out making sure this is the best, greatest, safest university in the country. And I got some great partners to help me with it. And uh, that's that's going to be the mission. The mission, really, uh, D'Antonio and I almost had it for Mel and I to get the final fours together. D'Antonio and I did it in 15. Neither one of us won the national championship. Wouldn't that be incredible? Yeah, that's that's the goal and the mission. You know, uh, I don't know if you remember this, Tom, but I came down to uh, your last practice the year before the NCAA tournament when the whole Nasser thing was going on. And you, you didn't know Nasser and had nothing to do with that. The, the media obviously tries to create a lot of drama uh, out there and and we're very unfair. And um, I, I told you, I said, you know, the, the bigger you are, the more successful you are. There's always a very small group of people that are jealous that want to bring you down. Yeah. And um, I go, those aren't the ones you care about, though. The people that love you are going to build you up and they're going to support you and they're going to want you to be uh, successful. And, you know, time came out of that. And what does he do? He goes to another Final Four. You know what, Aaron, I do remember that. And I, I want to ask you a question. Does it happen in yours now, too? Do you find that different dealerships are trying to, I wouldn't say gang up, but kind of because you're now at the top and you're constantly moving forward. You get more people when you get to that level yeah. trying to bring you down. Yeah, you've got a target on your back. There's yeah. no no question about it. And, you know, some people get jealous of uh, of success, but those are the people that don't matter. That you don't, you know, the people in the in the company, they thrive on the success and they want to take it to a another level. And you can't do anything by yourself. It's an entire group of people moving in one direction to uh, accomplish something much bigger than themselves. And that's what uh, is exciting. That's what gets you up every day. And when you see people move up in the company and accomplish things and take on roles that they never thought they could do. That's when I know that the company's been successful. Oh, that's, that's the statement. That's, yeah, that's the way that you is. should close it. He's just saying what I said in there, when you help make people better than they even thought they, that's leadership. Yeah. And that is rewarding, isn't it? When, when you see somebody get there that had no chance to get there, now you know your organization is headed in the right direction because the people in it are becoming successful in their own right. And we're not jealous of those people, are we? We no, it's, them. it's fun to, uh, to see yeah. that. Even you, Sam. Hey, thank you, Coach. <laughs> Again, I'm a little bit in awe in being in this room with you, obviously working together with Aaron. Avery, we appreciate you being uh, with us today. Uh, Avery's going to be a star. Mark my words. I, 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 it's got the I see it. Avery Ziegler brought to you by Tom Izzo. I'll do it. And, and we'll know it by the Izzoisms. Avery's <laughs> going to start saying some things that Coach Izzo says, and we're all going to look back and say, uh, you know. His mother might be mad at me. He, she may well be, but you know what? Tough. What, what would your response be? <laughs> uh, I love his wife, too, so I, I would I would try to tone it down a little bit. There you go. Coach Izzo, thank you for being with us. Thank you. Appreciate you. That's awesome. Thank you, guys. Thanks to Michigan State head basketball coach Tom Izzo, Avery Ziegler, Aaron Ziegler, and all those who made today's episode possible. Until next week, how are you driving vision today?